Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. If you're buying a property uh, with six or more units in it, then you can opt to pay either the standard residential rates with a 3%, or you can opt to pay uh, non-residential rates. Yeah, So those two are very different. So bear that in mind. If you're buying two or more properties together, then you can claim something called multiple dwellings relief, okay, which might reduce your overall SDLT that you're paying. Yeah, so that, that's to bear in mind. If you're buying property uh, in a chain, and the chain's about to break, and you're going to rescue the chain, so everybody else can complete, uh, then you want to have to pay stamp duty land tax, as long as it's clear you're buying a property that was about to fall through. No SGLT to pay. If you're buying a property uh, through probate, and the person whose uh, whose property it was lived in the property two years before they died, then you uh, and you're going to you're a property dividend uh, trader, so you're, so you're going to refurb and flip it on. Uh, you pay no stamp duty uh, land tax as long as uh, you spend no more than five percent. Up to a maximum of twenty thousand, isn't it? Up to a maximum of twenty thousand pounds on refurbishing the property, but then you have to flip it and sell it on. So that's something that you should bear in mind. So to keep it really simple, okay, if you're buying property with a shop, okay, and a residential property upstairs, you don't pay the three percent on, on on the uppers, yeah. So stamp duty land tax is quite complicated. Uh, there's a lot of caveats, twists and turns, uh, and what your lawyer always tells you isn't always correct, just so you know. If you're buying a property uh, that is uninhabitable, so let's say it's been uh, empty for a long time, derelict possibly, a roof's missing, uh, or all the pipe works all over the place, it's got asbestos, Japanese not weed, okay? The wiring's all messed up, you can claim something called uninhabitable, uh, or claim for the property to be un uninhabitable, uh, which means you, you pay a lot less in standard land tax. Okay, there's a lot of, a lot of if you're buying a property with stables, uh, again you you pay less SDLT. Yeah, if you're buying a property with a granny annex, it's likely you'll pay less SDLT. So SDLT, there's quite a few different uh, breaks and exemptions. So always check them out. Unless it's a plain vanilla, you're buying a house, it's your first property or your second or additional property, and you're paying the three percent, then it's pretty straightforward. Anything outside that, uh, there, there could potentially be savings for you on stamp duty land tax. Yeah. So let me talk you through one that I was just buying, uh, which didn't quite go through, which I uh, talked to Dan about. So this is also on sale. The guy who bought it paid 1.8 million. He had uh, uh, two blue chip tenants. One was paying 90 grand rent a year. And the other one's paying £40,000. He had 130,000 pounds coming in a year. This particular tenant here reduced the rent to 50,000 pounds. And this 
guy or company vacated, so he's got a new company coming. They're paying £20,000 for the first year up until August 2023, and then they'll pay £40,000 uh, thereafter. So it'll be, it's £90,000 rent roll for the year. But the good thing here is upstairs is vacant, and you can get seven units in there. Yeah? Uh, so the, the cost on that would have been £300,000. The rent on that was similar to what, what you're saying. You're 750 per month times uh, 12 gives us 9 grand times 7 uh, gives us, I think it was 61,000. Yeah. So you got 61 plus uh, 90, 151,000. On an asset that's going to cost you a million quid plus two million, 1.3 million. Can you see the difference? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yours is nine and 1.2 million, and generates 58,000 pounds in rental income. Okay, this is 1.3 million, so just 100 grand more, and it gets you 90 grand guaranteed rent from two commercial tenants. Uh, this is a big blue chip tenant. You all know who it is. Uh, who are got a leasing place up until 2027. The second one has a leasing place up until the end of 2033. Yeah, so 90 plus a 60, 150. And I think that's the kind of deal that, that you want to be doing personally. Uh, so I, I appreciate this is your first one. Uh, I think that the challenge you have is when you're doing your first deal, you're going to compromise, I think, to some extent, and I'm talking about my own experience. Sorry, Kieran. Uh, Kieran wants me to always stay on the stage, uh, and uh, you're going you're to compromise uh, the margin. And what I can tell you from experience is, the less experienced you are, the bigger the margin that you need, because you're going to make mistakes. Yeah. So if it's, if it's a 20% if it's margin, what we know from experience is there's two things that, ha that happen when you do commercial conversions, which are guaranteed. Does anybody know what one of those might be? <coughs> when you're doing a conversion, there's two things that are always going to happen. Uh, Sorry? Higher costs, you see? That's number one. And the second thing? Takes longer. Takes longer. Yeah? So it's going so it's to cost you more. So you said 500 grand, it could be 550. Okay? And then you've got the, your uh, bank finance on top. That's going to cost you more and it'll take you longer. So this 20% margin, because it's costing you more, might become 15%. Might become 12 and a half. All of a sudden, it isn't worth doing. So I think you ought to be looking at, unless you've got experience of doing commercial conversions, you ought to be looking at a margin of minimum, I'd say 25%, possibly 30%. Not simply because I think there's a good deal to be had out there, and if you're smart about it, you'll find them. Yeah. I know there's people out there, I've got clients who are working on an 18% margin, on a 20% margin, but they're whacking out stuff on a regular basis, you know, every three, six, nine months, they're buying the next one, the next one, the next one. Okay, they've got a team in place, they've got costs in place, they can do the stuff efficiently. Yeah, something which costs, that's 500 grand here, they'll probably do it for 350. Yeah? So they can afford to be tight on the margin, because they've got a very different process. Because you're new, and I've been where you were several years ago, sat in a, uh, this particular room, in fact, uh, I know the mistakes people make when they're starting off, yeah? Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. 
You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.